I understand we have him right now. Congressman Burleson, are you there with us? Yes. How are you guys? Doing very well. Thanks for joining us for a couple minutes. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, sorry. There's some noises because I stepped out. We're voting for the um, for the vice chair for conference to replace Mike Johnson, who was the vice chair. Oh, so we're having okay. voting yeah. rounds. Yeah, now I understand Mark Alford, um, our congressman from the 4th District, he's in for that. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, he's a candidate. So it would be good for Missouri if Mark gets in. That's pretty cool there. So, well, thanks for taking a couple minutes with us. And if you got to go, we understand. So let me just dive right in. <laughs> Tell us about what the vote with um, Rashida Tlaib to censure her, only the 26th person to ever be censured by the House. How did that um, go about? Yeah, no, I think that, um, well, last week they tried to, to do the censure vote. I voted for it, but there was a little bit of sentiment that her her wording was too strong, um, and she made a reference to an insurrection. And but this one that happened this week was was very narrow focused, tailored right to what uh, what, um, what you know what she has done, what she has said, and you can't defend what she said. You know when you when you say from the river to the sea, you're basically saying, you know, annihilate Israel, yeah. eliminate Israel. And, and that's just not acceptable, especially as a member of, of the United States of America, who is the closest ally to Israel. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, even if it's, even if it's, it's a more, it's morally bankrupt. It's, it's absolutely abhorrent to say that we should, we should eliminate a people. Absolutely. I mean, it, you, you just hit the nail on the head and it's good to see that it was bipartisan. You had what, 22 Democrats that voted with you guys. Were you surprised at that at all? Um, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but I think that that shows, I think that that's such a good tone. I mean, it's, we're telling, we're making a statement here. And the fact that he had members of her own conference, tell her or be willing to vote to censure her. Uh, I think it's such a, I think it sets a great message to the American people. And hopefully all these knuckleheads that are protesting in the streets and trying to um, apologize, but just really trying to appease Hamas and is, uh, it's just absurd. Hopefully they, they pay attention. Yeah. That's what we want. I mean, we need people to pay attention because this is, this is serious. We have to stand with our, our um, greatest ally in Israel um, or in the, in that region, Israel. So um, what are you guys thinking about? What is, is Congress going to do anything or put any pressure on um, president Biden to do something that our military bases in Syria and Iraq have been attacked 40 times since October 17th. Can you guys do anything to put pressure on him? Um, other than just be vocal about it, we could, um, we, we have the purse as well. So, We've, we've passed the Department of Defense bill, which we plussed up defense in a, in a huge way. Um, but the Senate has not taken up the DOD bill, appropriations bill. And that DOD appropriation bill includes about $4 billion to $6 billion to Israel in aid. It, and then in addition, we passed the Israel aid package that included $15 billion, $14 billion, sorry, to to an aid to Israel. And so there's a lot that has, is on the table to strengthen and help Israel. But because they are so um, determined to get some of their liberal liberal policies, including 
um, the 87,000 new IRS agents, they don't want to give that up or give up some of those to fund Israel. And I think it sets, I think it's embarrassing, especially if you're Chuck Schumer, you represent New York, you represent a lot of Jewish people. You're telling me you care more about IRS agents than you do about supporting Israel. I think it's politically a horrible decision. Yeah, that is absolutely ridiculous that they're still trying to push that, um, you know, on us and not getting the bills that, um, to support his people, our people, the Israelites, they're our, they're American citizens. So let me, let me ask you this. Do you think, you know, so I know you guys are working on the CRs or excuse me, the, the single, um, appropriation bills. Um, do you think you're going to be able to get that done before you have to pass another, um, CR? Uh, sadly, no, I don't think we are. And I, I blame the appropriators. I think that these appropriators are the most uninspiring group of Republicans I've, I've ever met. They, they like to spend money. They are very much, uh, I mean, I would, if they were Democrats, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know either way. Right. Like they, they just like to spend money and they have been fighting the conference since January about how much they're going to spend. When in January, we set a top line number of discretionary spending, um, at one, one trillion, $471 billion. Okay. Well, they, the appropriators blew through that and then, and said, Oh, we're going to add rescissions. We're going to pull back money, add rescissions, do a bunch of financial, you know, hanky panky, and then end up with a number that was like $5.9 billion or trillion dollars, yeah. right? Or $1.59 trillion. So these guys have been fighting us the whole way. And here we are. Um, so we, we were in a conference meeting where, where McCarthy and leadership put on the, had a vote. What should our top line number be? We voted at the level of one, five, two, six. Okay. Yet the appropriators are still not writing their individual bills to fit under the top line number. Well, who are the appropriators? And, like, are the, cause I, I mean, from, from outside, we look at it as Kevin McCarthy. Is he the main one to blame for that? Like, was he trying to hold everything and give us a big old omnibus bill? Who are these appropriators? It's, uh, you know, like the, the main appropriators, Kay Granger, um, you know, a lot of them were the, the groups that voted against Jim Jordan. So if you look at the people who are the chairman of the subcommittees for appropriations, you have the chairwoman for the whole, for the committee as a whole, and then you have each subcommittee chairman. And a lot of them were people that voted against Jim Jordan. That'll give you a clear indication because they, they actually, they knew that Jordan would actually force them to make the budget cuts. Uh, Um, And sadly, it's like pulling teeth. Congressman, uh, just a question for you about Mike Johnson, uh, the, the new speaker of the house. He's been uh, speaker for a couple of weeks now. I know you worked with him closely before this, but, but what have you learned about him and his leadership over the last two weeks? And, uh, and, and what kind of momentum do you feel moving forward with him there? So to give you an idea, like, um, he's not trying to lead from the top down. He very much wants the bottom up leadership, but he, but he's centered to the, to the right. He comes from the perspective, from a very conservative perspective, and he wants, so that's where he begins, but he needs the ideas and he needs to get the buy-in on some of these conservative ideas to, in order to find, find something that we can actually win on. So I, I like that about him, as opposed to McCarthy, who was kind of in the center, and we kind of had to drag him a little bit to the right. Okay. And find yeah. him very well said. him to the right. 
but you know, Johnson is he's well, he's very conservative. We we have, for example, these meetings. We've had uh, meetings. I've participated in them where you have Freedom Caucus members, the conservatives, in in the meeting with the speaker, talking about uh, talking with the moderates, the moderate members of conference, and trying to come to an agreement. That and then you know, at the end of the day, when you got the two ends. If they can come to agreement, then everyone in the middle is going to follow along. Yeah. Well, hey, um, Congressman, um, thanks for your time. But I got to get you. I mean, we only got a couple seconds left, but I got to get your thoughts. You guys voted to cut Buttigieg's salary to a dollar. Just, I mean, that's hilarious to be on the outside. But thoughts on that real quickly. Yeah, he is a um, he's a disaster. Um, If you look at from one end to the other, whether it's the rail the highway appropriations, the, the problems that we've had with the FAA. Um, he has clearly, he clearly is not qualified yeah. for the job. So is that symbolic or do you guys think that that's actually going to um, fly? It's going to, it sends a message. It's, I don't think it's actually going to fly. We're going to send it over to the Senate. They're going to put it back in and then, um, I, but at least we're sending a message. <laughs> I love it. I do too. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Congressman Burleson, thanks for uh, being out there in um, Washington and um, fighting for us here in Southwest Missouri. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Don. All right, thanks. Bye. Well, there we have it, Congressman Eric Burleson. Man, I love to get his perspective.